What's up, Joes, and welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chidez back with you. What's going on, brother? What's going on, Jeff? Yeah. Rafa's got a little uh, little of that sexy rasp going on. Yeah, fucking James. James. Fucking James. Fucking James. James. Yeah, that was his name was James. It was James. <laughs> <laughs> fucking James. I lost my voice. Uh, I don't know if I lost it Saturday. I, I know that's the beginning of it, and it steadily declined Sunday, and then Monday got worse, and then today even worse. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I just strained my throat from yelling at the Bellator. Well, the last two fights, the Fedor fight and the, the James fight, the one after. <laughs> yeah, because they were running behind on time, so... Oh, uh, they had to move a uh, a prelim. the The last prelim fight got mm-hmm. moved to the to after Fedor, so we were down. We moved down cage side because everybody left. Yeah, yeah, we got all close and we were yelling at James. We're, we're trying to yell out instructions. Yeah, you and I were fucking yelling instructions out at James. Yeah, I think I yelled a little bit too much. So James ended up getting the victory. Yeah, at least he did it. So it was all worth it at the end. He got the W. He got the TKO. Team it James. wasn't a, it wasn't a KO. And uh, yeah, it was Team James. Uh, team James had a couple of uh, hot white girls to look like. Yeah, but, team, uh, team James signed me up when the the hot white girls oh, that were yeah. in front of us. Jeff so, was on board a hundred percent. Dude, it was that blonde in the blue dress, man. Yeah. I'm a sucker yeah, for blondes. I'm a she sucker for fine. blondes. She is. She was fine. I'm a sucker for blondes. She had, she had, she was curvy in all the right places. And her, her, I guess they were there to watch James and his fight got pushed to the end. So they were team James and Jane, and then Jeff got on team James. And then I drove all I, motherfuckers I, with yeah, me. And then I got on team James and then we're all on team James. And then team James won. So we got on the right fucking ship. We jumped on the right ship. You know who wasn't around for fucking team James? That drunk was, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She was, to tell you the truth, I think she was probably the hottest one, but. You probably, know, sometimes, probably. sometimes, yeah, body and everything, if you take everything into, but then, but then you have to equate the drunkenness too. And that's like uh minus half of whatever points she has because she puked at least twice. Yeah. Once, at least once at the seats Word? once. Yeah. Once at the seats, I saw her lift her head up and I saw the drool coming down from whatever oh bag or box she puked in. Oh, my God, I didn't see that shit. Yeah, and then she puked in the bathroom, I guess. My <laughs> friend had taken her. Yeah, I know she puked in the bathroom. Those girls were getting fed up with her because she, like, passed out in the fucking stall and shit. Yeah. No, she definitely puked twice because her older friend, I guess, it might have been her mom or her sister or something, gave her two water bottles once every time she puked. Nice. Yeah. Trying to save her. Holy shit. Yeah, but she, I, I wonder what happened to her. I wonder if they went and put her in the car. I wonder if someone had to take off and take her home. <laughs> Hopefully somebody took her home. Fucked up. Yeah, she, was she was a fucking fucked up. and she was fucked up at like six o'clock. Yeah, we got there after uh like Culver's. Probably, yeah, it was probably two fights in, maybe, maybe fight yeah, fight yeah. or two in and Yeah, and she was already fucked up. She, she fucked. had already started. All her friends were fine. 
I don't think any of her friends got half as drunk as she was. No. All night. All night. And this girl's started drunker than all the girls were. Yeah. Yeah, she was a fucking mess. We should, hilarious. They're like two rows in front of us too. Yeah, we should backtrack a little <clears throat> and uh, and lead lead into Bellator since that's what we're going to be breaking down tonight. But we we had a yeah. we had a hell of a weekend, man. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun ass weekend. Started uh, for me Thursday night. I uh, went and saw the Avengers. You saw it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers, guys. No don't spoilers. Worry. No, we 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 don't spoil things here at the Average Joe's. Uh, Jeff actually never spoiled the, the. If you guys go back and watch when I first, nah, maybe ten episodes into when I, when I came in and started co-hosting, we were talking about Game of Thrones, and I was at the point where, spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen Game of Thrones, it's been out for fucking shit ton of time. The last season, uh, when they killed uh, Daenerys's dragon and they brought it back from the dead and turned it into a fucking a zombie dragon. Or the, a White Walker yeah, dragon. Yeah, the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah, they turned it into a Blue Eyes White Dragon. So Jeff didn't ruin it for me, and he caught himself. He was he was about to say it, and it had been out for months, so it would have been my fault anyway. But Jeff caught himself, and he's like, nah. I don't do that shit, man. I don't like spoilers. I don't like people who spoil shit. See, and, and this is why you don't spoil it. It's for the little things. When you're sitting here with your family, when you're watching with your nephews, and no one knows what the fuck is going on, but you guys all love the show. And then they they fucking they harpoon the fucking dragon, and then it falls into the fucking ice, and then you and your nephew look at each other, and you're like, "Can the White Walkers bring back dragons?" When people ruin shit for you, that gets taken away. Yeah, man, that's a, that's that's my philosophy on it. Like. <laughs> Because I'm I'm the type of person, you know, like, I watch Game of Thrones. I'm on Game of Thrones, on the fucking app, the HBO app, a couple minutes before Game of Thrones is supposed to start. And as soon as it's available, I'm fucking, I'm starting that shit. I go to movies. 99% of the time I go to movies on premiere night. So that I can see that shit. And I don't have things spoiled because... People suck. I'm gonna have to start, and I, and I, and I'm gonna have to save fucking vacation days for the Friday after, so I don't have to go to work and I can just sleep in, or I can just go to work a little hungover. Yeah. I mean, sleeping. most of the time it's seven. It's a seven <laughs> o'clock start, so you'd be oh, out okay. Of, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. They don't do them at midnight anymore. At least not here, not in Muskegon. But I think ever since that shooting that happened, um, was it uh, the Dark Knight Rises? Mm-hmm. Ever since that, like, I know the movie theaters in Michigan stopped doing midnight showings. Oh, premiere showings. Start. They started doing them earlier at, like, 7 o'clock. I should o'clock. start going then. I'm going to start going because already I've had The Last Jedi ruined and then the the uh, this movie, Infinity War, Avengers. Yeah. Don't do not do that to people, man. Don't be that guy. And I don't care a lot of, about a lot of shit, but these two things in particular I did. Well, it's like... With this, this is the the culminate. Well, not even the culmination yet, but the pre culmination of ten years of, of fandom, yeah. right? Yes, yes, so, dude. People ruin fights for me all the time, and I don't give a fuck. I get, I don't watch the fights, and I get messages. I tried to explain. I don't care, but it's, I, it's my, I I tried to explain this to somebody. Uh, it was my friend Hank, right? 
because he didn't spoil it for anybody, but a bunch of people got shit spoiled for them, and, and there was a lot of uproar Friday, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, he tried to use the Super Bowl as an analogy, right? And I said, that is a completely different story. Sporting events are mass covered by every media outlet there is, okay? ESPN, I get it. I, I have an update. I get an at, a, a score update for fucking everything, including MMA. So fights pop up on my phone. That's my fault if I fucking check my phone when there's a fight if I'm trying to not have it spoiled. Mm-hmm. That is different. That is a masked media-covered thing. Dude, movies, movies are not. Okay, I don't get an ESPN update every time an Avenger comes on the fucking screen. You get mm-hmm. me? So the sports yeah. analogy can kick fucking rocks. Yeah, dude, that sport thing is happening in, in a time constraint, which is either one to three hours. This Marvel movie has a fucking length of, I don't know how, how long they keep it in theaters, but that's how long they put it out there because people don't, they can't all go see it at the fucking same time. It would be impossible. Everybody can't go see it opening night. And that was the other no. thing. He was like, if you don't see it opening night, that's your fault for not being dedicated. That's not how the fucking world works, man. Like, yeah. we're fortunate enough that we, we, him and I, like, this is my old, my old coworker. Like, him and I and our other friend, like, a lot of times we plan our fucking lives around this shit. Like, okay, this movie's coming out. We're going to premiere night. There have been a few movies that I didn't. I didn't see Black Panther opening night because I had a show. I didn't see something else opening night. Spider-Man Homecoming. No, I did see Spider-Man Homecoming. But anyway, like, like, like sometimes that shit happens. But those are types of movies that most people don't really try to spoil. But these are huge events. Like, even, like fuck the 10 years that we, we've put into Marvel. Like, if you go back to The, the Force Awakens, yeah. somebody tried to ruin that for me. And that is, that's fucking 30 some goddamn years of, yeah. of waiting for this story to continue that you, you tried to fuck up. That, that's some fucked up shit. Like who gets pleasure out of fucking things up for people? I don't know. And the thing is, I just get rid of those people. Like it's, I, there's a lot of people I know that, that, Get and not even people that got that I fuck with on a level. It's just people that I'm acquaintances with mm-hmm. that I see. You know, and, I and, I don't understand it because see, here's the thing with me: if you're my friend and I see you, and you were to do it to me, I'm gonna hit you, yeah, and I'm gonna put you to sleep every so often, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna me personally, I'm going to start being a jackass to you in every confrontation we have. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna push the. I'm not gonna push the boundary, but I'm gonna be a jerk from now on, because that's how I deal with jerks. They want to be jerks and bullies. Yeah, they go hand in hand. If they want to be a jerk, you be a jerk back to them. If they want to be a bully, you be a bully back to them. That's how they fucking stop. And the only way I can stop it online is, is by fucking blocking, blocking people or, or yeah, yeah. That, that's unfollowing how I do it. you, deleting you, whatever. Like, I don't know, man. Just and I don't want to be an asshole, dude. But no, I don't but want just, shit ruined for me. Just man. don't be that person. Like it's not that hard. And I get it. I get it. It's a stupid fucking Marvel movie. Sure, but it's my fucking stupid Marvel movie. Exactly. It's something that's that means something to you. So don't fuck it up. It's simple. Here's another thing: theater etiquette. 
Yo, yo. First and foremost, y'all stop fucking clapping for everything that happens in a goddamn movie. Like, I get you're excited. Oh, you're lucky. I'm starting to think maybe a lot of people say it's like the premiere night crowds. No, I got I got clappers at uh, the Force Awakens the the first time I went to go see it, and then by the time it was almost closing, they were still doing like oh clapping, and I was like. It's been out. So it's been out. Look, I mean, <clears throat> like I cla- I gave like a quick little, like two little clap thing when Stan came on the screen. It's Stan. Yeah. It's Stan fucking Lee. I'm not fucking. I'm not clapping like a goddamn seal trying to get a fish and and hooting and hollering. It was just like a quick <laughs> little. Yeah, it's Stan. But my theater was full of people, grown ass adults. <laughs> Clapping and hooting and hollering every time somebody farted. And it was annoying as fuck. So stop that. It, it's not a concert. It's not a, a, you're not watching a play. Captain America. Doesn't need feedback. Captain America can't hear you clapping. Exactly. Tony exactly. Stark don't give a fuck. Just watch the nope. movie. The, the director's not behind the fucking movie theater screen. Like, oh, I hope they fucking clap for this right. part. You're not at the fucking... You're not at the red carpet premiere, and Robert Downey Jr.'s not in the fucking theater with you. Like, just quit. And, mm-hmm. and here's the other one. Here's my other thing. Look, parents, <clears throat> I get y'all got a hard job, okay? I don't say it's easy. I'm not a parent. I've I've been around enough, you know, I've got kids that I'm involved in their life very heavily. But it's not an easy job, but for Christ's sake, if your fucking kid can't shut up during a movie, don't Kill fucking them. bring them. I don't oh, care yeah. how badly you want to see the movie. Because guess what? As badly as you want to see the movie, I want to see it. And I want to see it without your fucking kid talking next to me through the whole goddamn movie. And then the little fucker farted in my face. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, so here's here's the <laughs> here's here's the part that I left out. So... Yesterday, I went back to see it again because I was like, man, my, my experience, it, it cheapened. My experience got pretty fucked up between all the clappers, the little kid talking, like everything. It just, it took me out of the movie a lot and I didn't get to enjoy it. So I'm driving back from going to see you and uh, I'm like, fuck it. I'll go see it on Monday. Call up my buddy. I'm like, hey, let's go see it tomorrow at noon. The cheap theater. So I show up, not expecting anybody to be there. There's a few people when we get there, and a little closer to showtime, like six, seven more people kind of come in the theater, scattered around, and three quarters of the way through the previews, all of a sudden I hear little kids talking. And the movie's starting, and this little kid dropped some popcorn or something and is making a big-ass deal about it. They're a couple rows behind me. Finally, they get seated. Again, little kid starts talking through the whole movie. And the dad's trying to control him. He's telling him to shush. So, thank you, sir, for at least attempting to control your child. But, uh, hey, after the, I don't know, fourth or fifth time you had to tell your kid to shush, maybe it's time to pull his ass out in the lobby and tell him that if uh, he don't stop fucking around, y'all are leaving. Because you're fucking up the movie for everybody else. 
One lady got up and moved. She was close to them. She got up and moved, so she didn't have to hear it. It just, it was, it was nonstop, man. I'm cursed. I can't get a good fucking viewing of this goddamn movie. I had some baby crying, not too much during it, but that was about it. Maybe like some loud Asian dudes behind me, but nothing too bad. Yeah, this kid was talking through the whole movie. We had uh, 3D glances. I, I got freaked out the first time the 3D came up because I wasn't expecting it because I, I had them on before the 3D aspect came on. And then after, you know, the concession, go to the concessions or whatever, they turn on the 3D fucking thing. And I was like, ah, I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Because <laughs> I, I hadn't been to a 3D movie in forever, which hasn't really changed from <coughs> when you were a kid. Uh, yeah, from when I was a kid. Yeah. Except the IMAX was just bigger at the Navy Pier. It was like a whole half a dome or something. Right. Some crazy shit where you have to look all the way up. Yeah. So, I came down on Friday night. Made the made the trip, uh, or Friday afternoon, I should say. Made the trip down to the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. The hood. The hood. Yeah, how was it? Mm. That was the hotel. It was fine. I mean, I wasn't there that much, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, we didn't get back. You didn't drop me off till like three something in the morning Friday. Yeah, how much did we? We smoked a bunch of Friday, dude. We smoked a lot. I went back with very little. Like I rolled up two joints to go back home, and I still came. I came back with like I don't know, like a couple of nugs of one container and a couple of nugs in the other. Everything else was gone. And I brought, I probably brought like a, at least a quarter. Damn. I would guess. I didn't weigh any of it out. I just grabbed nugs and threw them in the thing. But yeah, we smoked, smoked a fuckload. Smoked yeah, a I grinded up a good amount. Yeah, you, I mean, between you and I, we 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 smoked heavy. Smoked a lot yeah. of joints Friday night. Yeah, let them know how that Rico's was. Dude. Rico Benny's. So yeah, so we got we got some Rico Benny's. Rico Benny's. Yeah. Holy shit, that steak sandwich, y'all. Like Raphael ain't lying. I, I was telling my friend, my buddy, about that steak sandwich today. Like I brought up their Facebook page so I could find a picture of it and showed mm-hmm. it to him, and he was just like, "Holy shit, bro! That steak sandwich was the truth." Yeah. Like I don't even know. I even it. if I came back, I don't think I would even like if I had the choice between the pizza and the steak sandwich. I think I would go back for the steak sandwich. Yeah. Right. And I think <laughs> I would try to fuck up a whole king size myself. Like without without the wings, you know. No, I, don't, I, I don't think you could. I don't, the, the wings and the, the king is too much. I can do a king, but I'll be full as fuck, and I'll be like, ah. I mean, as high as we were, I probably could have done a king and fries. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna next time I come down, I'm gonna fucking I'm taking a king. I want that whole thing. That shit was good as fuck. Dude, the wings so were really good too. The wings were were dope. The, like that that sauce, whatever the difference, whatever they do, it's really good. It's it's different, but I liked it mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, yeah, but yeah, Reckle Benny's was the truth, man. And then what we we watched the uh, watched the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, we just stayed in, smoked a bunch, watched the Greatest Royal Rumbles, got badass food. Yeah, you took well, and then after all that, we went took a uh, joint cruise down Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, yeah, nice little doobie cruise. Yeah, uh, we hit up uh, LSD. Yeah, that was that was and, fucking uh, dope, man. Like driving around because I've never really seen. You know Lakeshore, like I, 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 I think I've only drove Lakeshore once, and that was mm-hmm. when I went, came down to go to the metro, and uh, it was it was rush hour, so 
but seeing the fucking skyline all lit up and shit like that, like dude, it was it was fucking beautiful. Driving driving by, <laughs> I had to chuckle a little bit, just a little bit, because like what you guys have for a beach and <laughs> what I'm used to living on the on our side of the lakeshore for a beach, like it was just like <clears throat> Yeah, we don't have good beaches on the south side. Nah, we got what did I tell you? We're not white. We don't get the good beaches. <laughs> we don't get the good beaches. <laughs> we get the the very small, very small amount of sand on our beaches, and very minimal spots where you can actually go into the water. <laughs> and yeah. then once you start getting more, more and more towards the north side, then it starts getting more beachy. Right. Right. <laughs> and then they have like uh, dog beaches and shit like that. See, even the fucking dogs get beaches. Even the dogs get beaches. We did a fucking two-hour podcast. Uh, after after that, 12, yeah, we we came twelve minutes away. Yeah, yeah. But we did an hour forty-eight. Talking Sm- about the greatest Royal Rumble. Talking about smoking tour, which we we're gonna see the next day. Smoking. Yeah, we smoked. A, we smoked two more joints. Yeah, that was yeah. high as fuck. Yeah, high as fuck. Yeah. So, like I said, we got back at three thirty or about three. You know, whatever you dropped me off. So it's four o'clock. What well, my body's used to, mm-hmm. and I had had a long ass night the night before. I was telling you I was in a fucking dab haze <laughs> till <laughs> two or three in the morning. <laughs> it was a long day. Smoked tough. Yeah. Then uh, yeah. got back. I don't know if that contributed to my. No, I was the mostly yelling that could, that did this to my voice. I would have been fine. <laughs> came back. Uh, came back Saturday, and then we. Uh, we hit up Bellator. Yep, we hit up Bellator. Yeah, man. Uh, we took some chocolates. Yeah, you and I took some took some chocolates. Had a little edible. Mm-hmm. We smoked a uh, joint on the way up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. Uh, or down the not Lakeshore, but uh, the, the 90. 90, 94. And uh, you got to see the other side of downtown. We just cut through the other side of downtown yeah. instead of the lakeside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool, man. And then we had a good good night of fights. Yeah, dude. Um, other than uh, other than that fucking douchebag behind me. Yeah, thanks for not fighting with that dude. I, I, got to... I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna fight the dude. I mean, there was no there was no sense in it. But I I did get passive aggressive. Yeah. But yeah, well, he was he was drunk. He was being an asshole. He was drunk and he was being an asshole. Like he wasn't a fight fan anyway. He got there for the main card. Yeah, he didn't show up for the prelims. So, I mean, he didn't even know who anyone was. Right, he had no fucking clue. The, his dude next to him did, but that guy was, that guy was an asshole too, because he kicked that yeah. girl out of her fucking seat. I didn't even know about that. There was there were six uh, Foyo podcast guys. I was on, I was on one end. <laughs> and I was, and I was, was kind of in the middle. Yeah, 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 I was kind of in the like middle. Me. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So the dude, cause okay, so Allstate Arena. It's an older arena. Like it's still in pretty good shape. Like it's in mm-hmm. good condition, but it's small. Like the seats are tight. Yeah, I'm a big guy. I'm six two, two fucking sixty, two seventy, whatever. So I mean, I'm I'm a big dude, and there was no room for shit in these seats. There's, right? There's no shoulder room. Right? Yeah, there's no shoulder room. There's barely any leg room. Like yeah. So what what was I doing, Jeff? You were leaning forward the whole time, and, and I, my back is tight. Yeah. As- Fuck, and I dude, spent I've been having trouble. I spent a good amount, pretty much the whole prelims when I wasn't when I didn't move, with my right arm 
over my seat. Yeah. So I wasn't fucking bumping into Toucan. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for Toucan and Jesus, man, because like I was trying. We're to, big dudes. We got big shoulders, man. Right, and I was trying to give him room, but I was also trying to get as, at least as little as c- comfortable as I possibly could because mm-hmm. we were there for a long haul. So even if you were to switch with my brother, you would have still had that. I would have still had dude. that weird dude. Yeah. Yeah. There was a one dude by himself. He was so weird. Well, maybe he wasn't weird. Maybe he just likes fighting and he's got no friends. And I don't know if that's necessarily weird. He seemed kind of weird. Yeah, like some did. something just seemed off about the dude. It wasn't so much that he was there by himself, because yeah, <clears throat> I've gone to concerts. I've I've driven across the state and gone to concerts by myself. Like, you know, you do what you got to do. But I mean, something mm-hmm. just seemed off about Homeboy. But hey, it's Chicago. It's big enough where there's weird people. That he just likes fighting. He's like, fuck, I'm gonna go by myself, <laughs> bro. There's weird people in Muskegon. It's just weird. Yeah, I'm picking an aisle seat. <laughs> it's just weird motherfuckers everywhere. So there was like this this little kind of cute girl. She was up in the row behind us and at the end. And I was like I was four rows off of the end. So she was pretty close to me. And then all these guys, the 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 two drunks and whatever showed up. They were almost directly behind me. Well, one point homegirl got up to go do something and dude scooted over into her seat, which was the aisle seat and realized like there's a lot more room and it's more comfortable and blah, 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 blah. So girl came back and he was like, basically told her that this wasn't your seat anymore. What a fuck. But the, dude, what a fucking drunk asshole. He was like, can you go sit over there? Cause this is really comfortable for me and I don't want to go back to sitting and I'll squeezed out. And like, what's the girl going to be like? No. So she fucking went over. She moved. So then, um, they kept getting up to get beers and shit. So in between fights, I would stand up. Because fuck it. Am I going to sit there for 15 more minutes before the next fight being all uncomfortable as fuck? No. I'm going to stand no, dude, up. Well, look what happened to me. I, I My back tightened up because I just stayed leaning forward the whole time. Yeah, and that's what I was I, worried about was like waking up to, on Sunday and my back being fucked. And then I got to drive three hours like that. Yeah. So I had to hit the theater like that. Yeah, so I stood up. And it was... In between the the co-main event and the and Fedor, and they they were sitting behind me, so I didn't want to stand all the way up. So I stood up, let my seat, my chair thing like flip up, and then I was kind of sitting on that. And this dude's like, "Stand up or sit down." And I turned to him and I was like, "Dude, I'll sit down when the fight starts. Like I I want to stretch out a little bit and stuff. There's nothing going on." And he's like, "I want to see the cage." You were Charlie Murphy-ing it, You're, or you were uh, Rick James in it. Why don't I stretch out? <laughs> Why don't I stretch out? <laughs> I was just trying to stretch my feet out, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> but, yeah, he's like, I want to see the cage. And I looked at him, and I was like, the empty fucking cage with nothing going on? Yeah, and there, were, there was TVs around, so you could have been looking at shit that right. was going on. We're talking to his other drunk friends. So so I just said, fuck it, because I was like, I'm, I'm not going to fight this battle. This dude's yeah. drunk. He's going to get pissy. I'm not going to back down if it takes it to that level, and I'm not trying to start no shit in the city where I don't know nobody and fuck up your guys' night. So I sat down, but here comes the passive-aggressive side of me. So, you started farting? No. Uh, so every time. I so every time. Out of anger, I would have farted. Like, I would have just started farting. I was thinking anger, about anger hey, farts. I was thinking about Jesus and Toucan. 
Because okay. <laughs> because well, I did because I told you I had that damage. I had that one fart that I held in and yeah, 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 out by the concession stand. You should let it out, bro. And they were collateral damage. It was before, but I it was be- it was hit. before that. It was before okay. that all that happened. But anyway, like every time somebody like people in front of us, somebody would get up or or whatever. Like anytime anybody moved and they were standing up, I was like, I was like, you better sit down. The guy can't see the empty cage. Yeah, I heard that a couple of times. And I just I kept like, what are they talking about? <laughs> I, I, just... I thought you were friends with them. No. I'm like, oh, they're white people. They know each other probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was totally being passive aggressive. Jesus is <laughs> dying next to me. Yeah, white, well, see, that's the thing. I'm, it's me, Frankie, Toucan, then you, then Jesus. So I see you say that these two guys are drunk, and then I see Jesus laughing. So I'm like, Okay, you know. <laughs> nah, just just being passive aggressive. You know, I, I didn't know the I didn't know the earlier stuff too because I didn't like it wasn't as loud as uh, or, like sit down or stand up. I didn't hear that one either. Yeah, he just said it loud enough so I could hear him, but he was being an <laughs> asshole about it. And yeah. then, and then when Fedor is walking out, he's fucking booing him and chanting USA and shit like that. Yeah, dude, why does it get like that? So this is the second time I go see Fedor fight and last time it was brett rogers versus vador at the same arena and last time people like little kids and like really pro american guys and then you know go with it whatever you want but you know brett rogers sucks and he's a woman beater like it turns out right uh they were like usa usa the whole time and i was sitting like next to him and i was like fedor and i had like a fedor shirt and they're like why do you like him and i'm like because he's badass and he's gonna win and they were talking shit when he was winning, when Brett Rogers was winning, because he was he was he was putting it on Fedor for a little bit, and then Fedor knocked him out, and they just fucking just shut up. That's what happened to Homeboy. Yeah, Fedor fucking knocked him out, and he <clears throat> shut the fuck up. And I got a little extra with the celebration. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So all in all, man, it was a it was a fucking awesome weekend, dude. I had a great time. Thanks for coming, bro. Dude, thank you. Shout outs to you for for being fucking awesome, having me hanging out in your goddamn house. How was the studio? Dude, the studio, I was just going to say, the studio was fucking sick. Like, to finally get to see all this. Dude, Raphael has a really impressive collection of toys. Um, Very impressive. And the way it's set up is cool. Like... It was it was sweet to get to see some of that and, and then get to, you know, go with you to pick up some fucking couple new shits and... Yeah, I picked up uh, a second black symbiote Spider-Man so I can open up and pose. You remember the one I have hanging over the regular Spider-Man? Yeah. So now the black one's going to be hanging over the black suit Spider-Man because I have one boxed up and one open now of each. Nice. 12-inch Marvel Legends. Yeah, you got to see me go on a little hunt. We went on two hunts, actually. Yeah, we went on two hunts. We went on one on on Friday, yeah. And I almost picked up that diesel. Yeah, I was trying to convince you. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I held off because I kind of... The 12-inch Spider-Man is kind of, uh, I don't know, I kind of wanted that one. I've been I've been waiting for it to go down in price again because it went down to 23, and I picked it up, the first one. Right. And it shot back up to 50 for a while. Now the price dropped, uh, it dropped back down, so I picked it up again. Yeah, you, and, 20 bucks. you and Jesus both picked one up. Yeah, Jesus is not open it, though. He's no, he's not going to open it. Good little bitch. <laughs> yeah, the studio was dope. <clears throat> Fucking Reco Benny's was amazing. The fights were fun as fuck. Shout outs to you. Yeah, Jesus told me, he's like, yeah, Jeff was a cool guy. He's like, I'm glad I got to meet Jeff because, uh, well, he got to hang out this weekend. Too. Yeah, dude, I like, I like, that's what I was just, I was just about to give all the boys a shout out. Like, you know, shout out to your brother Juan, shout out to Jesus, shout out to Toucan, shout out to Frankie. Like, 
all those guys, like your whole crew were super cool. Yeah. Everybody was like just super nice to me right from the jump, you yeah. know. I think our show comes off as what we are. I think we're just we just chill with each other. Yeah, so man. We... Yeah. <laughs> you were cracking me up because you were like, <laughs> we're sitting there and he's like He's like, yo, you don't you don't think I'm weird, right? For for all my toys. <laughs> Bro, because I'm like, I'm not gonna try to grab your cocktail. You gotta worry about that shit. <laughs> Just keep packing bowls, man. No, no, because like people like apparently, are, yeah, exactly. That's all we do here when I show smoking. We just got like, you know, people are like weirder and weirder. I was reading a story like some teacher was shooting up heroin and fucking having sex with kids in school. Jesus, and I'm like, where were those teachers when right. I wanted the heroin and where, the pussy? Where were all the hot teachers fucking banging fourteen and fifteen year old boys when I was in school? Where? Because not in my life. None of my teachers were. I had like one teacher that I can think of off the top of my head in high school that I had personally that I would have fucked. There were other teachers at my school that I probably would have fucked. But there was my ninth grade social studies teacher, I think it was. She was a geography teacher. My ninth grade geography teacher, I would have fucking gave it to. She was fine. Yeah, see, like I had a super hot one in kindergarten, but I was in fucking kindergarten. Right. I, I mean, there were some, there were some hot teachers in like first, you know, in elementary school, and mm-hmm. I don't think Actually, I had any in, hot uh, teachers in middle freshman school. year of high school. We had, uh, we had a couple of teachers, uh, just had graduated, and they were brought in to do some kind of new program within our school, some kind of uh, new program they were starting. And um, they were pretty young. They were like 25, 26. They're pretty hot, young white teachers. So I'm saying, where were where were all the hot, horny, fucking white girls yeah. when I was in school, man? Like, See, teachers, like, I, teachers. I, I, teachers. I, I, yeah, I should have been the jockish type, but I had like long hair and I was fat and I had glasses. So there's no way they were gonna jerk me off. Even girls weren't as big a fucking weren't as promiscuous when I was in high school. I mean, I'm old, a little bit older. I mean, there were plenty yeah. of girls fucking. But yeah. not as many as seems as there is now. It's just phones and social media. That's what it is, bro. It's so easy, accessible that sex is second nature now. Hey, send me a dick pic. Not, I'm not asking for one, but you know that's how easy it is now. I, I, I don't think we had we had the capacity. I think I started getting it when I was older, and I'm like, well, I don't want my dick out there. And I think I still fall in that generation where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to put my dick out there, like. Not that it's not fucking huge, eh? You know, I got the fucking a big old pipe on me, bro. No, but you know, I just don't want to be putting my dick out there. Yeah, I mean, it's happened. <laughs> Jeff, you've sent dick pics. I act like this is the first time you heard this information. I just told you this the other I th- day. Yeah, I think you told me, right? I did. Yeah, I fucking sent a dick pic before. God's watching you, bro. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. Jesus is watching you. <laughs> Jesus better not be watching me. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. I'm talking about your buddy, Jesus. <laughs> hey, bro, you want to say pronounce in Spanish? You don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> we used to say Jesus, and my cousin would be like, yes, my son, because his name was Jesus. He would be an asshole. <laughs> I do that sometimes when somebody else say Jesus Christ, and I'm just like, yes, my son. Yeah, man, you, you, your boys were cool as fuck. So Thanks, brother. I'm hoping, uh, I, I think, yeah, I added everybody. 
on the uh, on the old book of faces. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to. That's yeah. I think they're on there. They're not. They're on Twitter. No, I went. I went into the the Fight Club members and found them all mm-hmm. real quick. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna try to maybe see if we can do some show show uh, show swaps with uh, with Frankie and Toucan. Get them no, up. Because they're doing shows all the time. Get them up here to play and see if they can hook me up. Us to come down there and play and shit. So I'm come kick it again. That'd be sick. And then fucking Toucan hooked it up with that goddamn Full Heel Podcast shirt. So yeah, he came through. I was I, worried. That, I was worried. I was worried that he because I asked him Monday, and I'm like, hey, dude. I'm like, uh, I'm like, can you get me the shirt by uh, for Saturday? I'm like, uh, that way Jeff doesn't have to be the only one without a Full Heel Podcast shirt. And he's like, yeah, that's doable. And that was the end of that. So I was like, oh, I hope. He fucking, he yeah, yeah, man, it was it was cool. I fucking quick switched my shirt out in the parking lot at the All State Arena, and yeah, we ate the chocolates at the All State Arena. Yep, ate the chocolates, and, and I ate both of them the next day. The ones that you left, did you? Yeah, I ate both of them. <laughs> did you eat them before Avengers or after? Yeah, right before, right before uh-huh. Avengers. Did you get more fucked up than you did the night before? You, you know why? I think that's why the 3D freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> probably you were probably all balls, dude. You ate a hundred yeah, mil. Someone was coming at me. I was like, ah, what the hell's going on? <laughs> what is going on? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You were dude. fucking lit. Yeah, dude. This was, this was an awesome weekend. Besides losing my voice and my back tightening up, which I'll take, which I don't want. You know, I'd go without it. But fucking got to hang out with you Friday, show you Chicago. We got to go see for, uh, the Bellator fights. And then uh, Sunday I got to hang out with my nephews, and I got to uh, – Watch Avengers. What did I pick up too? There was something cool I picked up. Didn't you get a, a new or a Halo guy? Oh yeah, there we go. You got something? Yeah, you, better than I. I pick up so much stuff I couldn't even remember. I, I've been uh, so I had the helmet and I have the old Xboxes and I have a bunch of Xbox shit. So now I added the Master Chief with the uh, armor. I added an elite, an elite with the removable armor and the Spartan Lock with uh, removable armor. So. Spartan Lock was like his enemy in one of the games. In four. Okay. For five. I think it was five. No, it was four. Yeah, while I'm thinking about it, and um, make sure you guys go fucking either go on to iTunes or go on to YouTube to the Full Hill Podcast and check out the episode that Raphael and I did Friday night. Bait. Oh, dude, I, I, you guys can see I had an espresso shot and I was... Oh my god, that shit was funny. We we fucking so we go for that cruise on Lakeshore Drive a little after eleven or whatever. Eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, we stop at Dunkin' Donuts, and Raphael gets a large iced coffee with an espresso shot, and I I fucked up and I thought I was getting something that I didn't get. I ended up getting a hot chocolate with an espresso shot, so it didn't have quite enough caffeine for me. So I was dying by like I was dragging ass by the end. He's taking me back to my hotel, and this motherfucker's going, oh, like, his, he's talking, like, 100 miles an hour. And I'm just, like, sitting in the passenger seat, fucking high as balls. Just like, yeah, man. Dude, I came back and smoked, like, another bowl a little bit, stayed up a little bit more, and then went to sleep. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. Yeah. Why am, I, why am I so awake? I'm like, I don't know. It was probably that big-ass coffee with a shot of espresso you drank at midnight. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think so too. 
I, I think so too. <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about uh, Bellator one ninety eight. What yeah, do you say? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Fedor, man, dude, dude. So I, I know you, you and I talked about this like after the fights, but I, I know we both got fucking like goosebumps when he was walking out. Yeah. That fucking song that hits, Fader yeah, being man. in the building. There's something about Fader. It's history, man. He's got a story behind them, and that's why I love having old stuff. I like there's stories behind this. It came from here. This is there's MMA history in Fedor, whether you like him or not. He was undefeated for ten years. He was twenty eight and O for a while. Well, he went twenty eight and O for a while. He wasn't twenty eight and O. He was because of that one loss, but he went 28 fights without losing. And people wanted to discredit him because he wasn't in UFC. Well, guess what? UFC did not have the heavyweight division that it has now. No. The competition level that Fedor fought in Pride was, was the heavyweight division. a million times better than the heavyweight competition in the UFC at that time. Yeah. At that time yeah. especially. Like I'm sorry, but Randy Couture, Randy Couture was probably the toughest test for Fedor in mm-hmm. in the heavyweight division at that time. Tim Sylvia, junk, fucking. We saw what happened. Yeah, Andre, Andre. You know, we saw what happened. Um, but fucking, you got guys like fucking Wesley Cabbage Cabrera or whatever. Um, yeah. and I, and I for, I forgot exactly how many it was. I think it was it was thirteen, I believe previous either K1 or grappling champions that Fedor had beaten in Pride. And here's the thing. When that was it, when when Pride started, Fedor was Sambo. So he had a good mixture and a good skill set in order to combat all the other guys that were coming in with a single skill set. He had an answer for them. He was able to counter what they were coming in to do, and he was able to defeat them forever. And he was able to adapt so well because of the Sambo training. Like, I mean, you just you think about the likes of the Mirko Krokops and Coleman's. the Coleman's and the Randleman's and um, oh fucking Mark Hunt in his prime, Nogueira, like the the, the guys in the heavyweight division that he fucking <laughs> beat, and sometimes, most of the times. Beat them in their area. He was, well, not necessarily in the area, but where he was dangered at. He was in Nogueira's guard the whole fucking fight. He was standing with Mirko the whole fucking fight. And it, and maybe it came back to bite him in the ass later on in his career, but it always worked out for him. It was never a problem. He always fucking fought these guys head on. He always came in 100%, like, I'm uh, dedicated to beating the fuck out of, out of you and killing you. And, like, yeah, it sucks that he never fought in the UFC. And in some instances, I guess it really can be a, a knock against somebody's career status if they never made it into the UFC. Mm-hmm. But this is different. This guy is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and it really does suck that he never got into the UFC when he did. When he could have, like, around the Kane era, around the Brock Lesnar era, because I fully believe he could have beaten Brock Lesnar. 
yeah. an, an early an, a young Brock Lesnar. I think he would have been a young Brock Lesnar. Now that Fader is older and Brock Lesnar's skill set has developed more, it, I don't think so. But a green, I, a green yeah. young Brock Lesnar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is when Fader would have jumped in around right. that time was when the talks were going on, right? Around like the Whamma Championship and the Affliction shit like that. If he would have jumped in around that era when Kane was champion, when he beat Brock. I think he would have even given Kane a good fight. Like that would have been one of the best heavyweight fights of all time that we would have seen because of his style of Sambo and Kane's good striking mixed with his good uh wrestling and how he mixed it up together. Right. They were they both did both uh, or they both did things really well and mixed it up very well. And they were they were different styles. So it would have been interesting to see those guys go at it because we saw we we saw Kane's chin get tested and he and he had a go for the takedown. We've seen him get wobbled. I think it was by Congo. Chuck Congo tagged him. Ben Rothwell tagged him, and he had to go for the takedown and beat him up on the floor, which yeah. is smart. He adapted. Right. But Fedor put people out like that. Like he fucking. <laughs> yep. He, he fucking. Good rap. I out. wish I dude. I wish I wish you could have heard it, dude. I wish you could have heard because uh, he we didn't get to hear a lot of hits. But when he hit people clean and like flush, it, it thudded. Like yeah. Fedor thudded. Oh like yeah, it thudded in the arena. You used to hear. I mean, you used to hear audibly when watching Pride fights. <clears throat> I can imagine yeah. what it sounded like mm-hmm. in the arena because Japan was always silent. Yeah. So ima- imagine him versus an early on Kane. That, I think that would have been a good fight too. Oh yeah. I and and people like again people discredit him for not being in the UFC. If he would have been in the UFC, I think he would have done well. And, yeah, maybe he declined. But, again, age. And then you have what I like to call the Rousey effect. And people discredit people like this because this kind of the sport catches up to them. These guys dominate for a while. And then the skill set that they've been using, everyone kind of starts learning and adapting. And then they start coming up with game plans. And it's who can – then when it becomes that, it's who can implement their game plan first. And who can make the other guy mess up first. And in some instances, it's been Fedor. Like, he's been, the, yeah. like, with age, he hasn't been able to recover as well as he was when he was younger due to, I would say, his diet and age. He stopped. He, he's gotten fatter, so I don't think he's taking care of himself that as much. And he's gotten older. Well, I mean, his body's just, it's he's not in his 30s anymore. He's not in his prime. <laughs> yeah. So your body stops producing testosterone and and doesn't recover as well as well you get you get dad bod yeah and uh you know what i still don't want to get hit in the face by dad bod fedor no look what happened right we we seen what still happens when you get hit in the face by fedor he still has that superpower well and i and i said this uh right after the fight man like even go back to his fight with with mitrione like he cracked mitrione just as well as Mitrione cracked mm-hmm. him, Mitrione yeah. just happened yeah. to, to recover a little quicker. Yeah. So I hope those two fight each other in the rematch. In the final, yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, I, I. Well, if if it's not Mitrione and him in the final, it'll be him and Bader, right? Bader, yeah. Well, Bader's got to beat Mo, but I think Bader will beat Mo. Well, yeah, him and yeah, I think Bader beats Mo too. I That's why Bader, I said that. Yeah, yeah, I think Bader beats Mo too, but. You know anything can happen. Sorry, King Mo, no disrespect, but I thought Bader was going to win. Yeah, I think I think Bader's a better fighter in that aspect. Um, I don't think Bader's going to beat Mitrione. 
I don't think Bader. We make it a rematch because I think Fader beats Sonnen. Oh, I think Bader. I think or I think Fader beats Sonnen too. Him beating fucking Rampage is not indicative. No, dude, Fedor is not going to stay on the floor. No Fedor is a heavyweight. He's going to shoot arm bars, and yeah. we saw we he's been, we've seen Chael get submitted even at the last minute at the buzzer. We've seen him get submitted. So. Yeah. No, I think I think Fedor knocks out Chael. The co-main event, uh, Emmanuel Sanchez continued his run up the Bellator featherweight division with an impressive finish of Sam Cecilia. Man, you know, that was good jiu-jitsu display by Emmanuel Sanchez. He went for what? Leg locks, knee bars. He tried a standing arm triangle. He was trying everything. And it, well, that's what well, he, he got caught him with the standing arm trial. He tried another. Uh, he tried something else, an arm bar, I think, on the ground. Yeah, he was trying everything and anything he could. He was trying a lot of jujitsu, and that's what we got all night, dude. It was it was an awesome jujitsu clinic. It was. Uh, I don't know if there were mismatches necessarily, but like, well, this was like Mir and Fader. Fader and Mir were. Well, I don't think they were they were mismatches because they're both really good submission artists, grappler, grapplers, and strikers. Emmanuel Sanchez and Sam Cecilia again very well rounded guys. Both of them, Sam Cecilia from the UFC, Emmanuel Sanchez, very well rounded. Yeah. He's only got three losses, I think. Yeah, and he's got wins over. Uh... Yeah, and then after that, it kind of got into like. Uh, grappler versus striker so it was either the striker was going to beat the fuck out of the grappler and not get submitted or he was going to get submitted well sanchez has got good hands too man like he's a rufus sport fighter yeah yeah oh yeah he's very well rounded yeah he demonstrated that because uh he wasn't letting sam punk him and sam sam's a good fighter man so yeah he comes from the ufc he's got experience so they're saying uh Sanchez is probably going to get the the winner of uh, Pitbull and uh, I don't remember. I, I don't he follow. Was super excited. I don't follow Bellator real well. I know some of the champions and shit. Like I know the Pitbulls, mm-hmm. but I'd I'd watch him and in, in Patricky Pitbull fight though. I absolutely. Yeah. I was yeah. I was impressed with Sanchez. Um, he was a little too excited at the end. Yeah, he was yelling a lot. Oh, uh, I mean, it's close to home for him. He probably had a lot yeah. of family there. Yeah, he was in Milwaukee. He has yeah, a right. he's in Milwaukee, and he, he's looking. It was a sweet choke. He's looking for that strap shot, baby. Yeah, yeah, it was a sweet choke. I didn't think he was gonna get it, and then he pulled guard, and I'm like, it's over. Yeah. Uh the the uh, third fight on the main card uh, was a ended up being a 188 pound catch weight belt be, or bout because Gerald Harris uh, took the fight on short notice. Okay. Coming out of retirement, uh, and took the fight on less than a week's uh, weeks less than a week's notice. He took it this this last week. So uh, Lovato's original middleweight opponent, John Salter, dropped out of the fight. Um, <laughs> Lovato just looked nasty. Yeah, um, I think this is the fight where Lovato went for a knee and fell, and Gerald Harris jumped into his guard. And that was the end of that chapter. That's yeah. all she wrote, baby. Yeah, it was a, it was a minute. If you jump in the sea with the shark, you're gonna get fucked up. You don't get fucked up. 
Yeah. yeah. Minute 11 into the fight. Uh, that's Lovato's fifth career submission. He's a former world jiu-jitsu champion. It was, it was a really slick armbar because Gerald Harris thought he had it. He thought he was going to get out of it. And um, it wasn't necessarily the traditional leg, one leg across the the neck and the other one across the, the chest. No. He, he kind of crossed it because Gerald Harris tried to roll out of it. And he adjusted it to where he had to cross his legs, but he still prevented Harris from escaping from it, which was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, he said, I had high guard, and I knew he felt the triangle, so when he pushed inside, he gave me the opening for the armbar, and I rolled with it. Yeah, yeah, that was sweet, too. So, yeah, he went for the he went for the triangle, and he had both arms in there. I think he threw a couple strikes, which made uh, Harris start trying to wiggle out of there. Once he wiggled out of there, he went for the—he attacked one of the arms— and then he attacked one of the arms. And then when Harris, dude, when Harris, so it looked so violent when when it was executed 100%, Harris was pulling away and Lovato was elevating it too as well. So it looked like even Harris's resistance to it was adding more pressure to the, or more uh, pull to the fucking arm. Yeah, it was a nasty arm bar. I just rewatched the, the card just before I called you while I was eating Pretty dinner. sick arm bar. Yeah, dude, it was sick. I mean, it was a night of six submissions. I misspoke. I I, I had thought all uh, five fights finished in the first round, but I forgot that the uh, the and Gracie, the next fight, went into an early part of the second round. Um, yeah, the name Gracie one because. Yeah. Uh, but what do you want to get? In, you just want to get into that one then next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have anything yeah. else you want to talk about? Well, Lovato, Lovato kind of was disappointed because. Uh, he was looking with with Salter being a ranked opponent. He was looking at at a fight, getting him closer to a title shot. Um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, he will not get that. So hopefully, he gets a ranked ranked opponent next, so he can get a climb up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Naaman Gracie uh, gets the submission win, his seventh and, of his career, and improved himself. And he is he is the son of. Uh... Carla, one Carlos the, Gracie. Carla, he's Carla? one of the he's one of the daughter's kids. Okay, he's uh, yeah, Carla Gracie, da- uh, daughter of uh, Hobson Gracie. Yeah, he's uh, he's the great grandson. Uh, yeah, well, and his dad's a fucking super sweet black belt from the Gracies too. Like he's one of the. He's trained with them forever or something? Yeah. He's one of, like, the... I can't remember if it's five or eight original, like, um, Gracie black belts. Or some shit like that. Oh, he's he's, uh, Henzo's nephew. Yeah. He's Henzo's nephew, and I believe he's... They said he was Hoist's cousin, but... Um, uh, I think Hoist trains him. I think Hoist, is his, Hoist and Henzo both train him. Yeah, Henzo's is his head... MMA coach and uh, he trains in New York under Henzo, but um, yeah, his hoist is his master, and so is Henzo. He was, I mean, uh, he was slick, dude. He he was trying for that leg lock the whole first round, basically. Yeah, Javier Javier Torres actually led it to they were they were striking until Neam Gracie threw a kick and Javier Torres caught it. Or no, I think. Neam Gracie caught the kick. What am I talking about? I think Neam Gracie caught Javier Torres' kick. Yeah. Then they went to the floor. Uh, Javier Torres wound up escaping from the floor. And uh, Neam was on his back. 
No, actually, Javier Torres. Sorry, I'm fucking this up. Javier Torres was on his back, and uh, Neem dropped down for a ankle lock. Yeah, or a toe hold. I don't and, know. And yeah, and this guy started defending against it. They ended up with they, both that, legs. Yeah, that's why it went to the second round. That's what I was trying to get at. Sorry for all the confusion. Well, uh, Javier Torres is also. A, I mean, obviously, he's not Gracie level, naming Gracie level, mm-hmm. but he he's a. a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, so no slouch on the ground himself. Yeah. So good, good yeah. on him for the the, the yeah. defense. Well, what did he finally get him with an arm triangle choke? Oh yeah, he mounted him. No, it, dude, Javier Torres's defense was fucking beautiful. Yeah, I even was pointing it out during to Frankie when it was going on. So, Neem was in full mount, and he for, he pretty much just locked down one of the legs. By grabbing his own leg to not allow Neam's leg to pass him when he wanted to get out of mount in order to get the, the torque to get the finish on the choke. You need to get on the outside and, and get out of mount in order to finish that choke. But uh, fucking, <laughs> you can see it. Javier Torres grabbed his leg, his own leg, stopping Neam's leg from escaping the mount, even if he was trying to. But eventually, it wound up happening. Anyway. Yeah, eventually, eventually, in a scramble, he windshield wipered his way out and across, and that was the end of it. But you, you can tell that Javier was very, very high skilled. as yeah. well. Oh yeah, he's, he's definitely knew what he was doing. Um, but it's a Gracie, my friend. It's a Gracie. Yeah, yeah. Opening fight of the card uh, was the much quote unquote anticipated debut of one <clears throat> Dylan Dennis. Uh, Dylan, Dylan looked like shit on his feet. Let's be real. Yeah. Dylan looked like dog shit on his yeah. feet. Yep, 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 yep. He got so, cracked well, twice really so, good with a left. So here's the thing about a striking. If you if you first look at it for the first, I think, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, not maybe like 20 seconds, they don't throw anything at each other. And it looks like – it looks like – um. It looks like Dylan knows what he's doing because he has the stance. He's got the bounciness, but he's not throwing anything. And then he shot like right away. Yeah. Well, he got clocked and then he shot, but like he wasn't even throwing anything. He never threw a punch up until Kyle Walker clocked him once pretty nice. And then he shot in. Which was horrible. Well, Kyle Walker. Yeah. A horrible one. Oh God. That shot was ugly. Kyle Walker clocked him like three times. Pretty good where he just had his head up in the air was no head movement. He didn't uh, – He like his hands weren't like at his chin. No, and then he finally he, got a, Yeah. When he pulled away – sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, when, but he, when he was trying to pull away, he was pulling his chin like straight out. Yeah. And it just wasn't working out for him. Uh, he he went for the takedown, kind of got a hold of him and dropped for guard. And got uh, he got uh, he got him into half guard. And then he advances his way into full guard. And then um, he uh, he attacked the leg when this guy got up. And as soon as he attacked the leg, dude, it was so fucking deep. It was over for Kyle Walker. Oh, yeah. Dylan Bandis had – he had this guy's uh, foot like a phone pretty much. Like he could have talked to it in, like a phone. Like that's how far up his foot he had. And that's how deep in he, he had it locked in as soon as he grabbed onto it. And little by little, he like he he was calm, collect about it. He locked in the toehold, and uh, Kyle Walker had no choice but to 
with the cement. It was like, dude, it was literally like a snake getting a hold of you got an a animal. Dog? Yeah, it's outside. Oh, it's outside. I thought you had a dog in the house. I was like, wait, no, what? It got super hot. Chicago has no chill. It went from like fucking snowing to. Neither does Muskegon, bro. Yeah, yeah it's, it's right. fucking. It's hot as fuck. Yeah, so I, I had to open the window and turn on the fan. <laughs> and the dogs, I guess, are going crazy because of Dylan Dennis. People, people were there to see Dylan Dennis, dude. Apparently, he's got a lot of fame behind him. Yeah, he, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I want. I, I said this to you during the fight. Like, I wanted to. I want to like Dylan Dennis, but he makes me not like him. Yeah, yeah, we were saying that. Like, like Dylan, just... Dylan's a legit. Legitimate badass at jits, highly skilled, highly leveled. Marcelo Gar- Marcelo Garcia black belt, even though he got told to kick rocks by Marcelo. Yeah, um, you know, training with John Kavanaugh and and Conor McGregor. Um, he's had matches with guys from the Danaher Death Squad. Had a really close match with Gordon Ryan, but it's his attitude his cockiness it's it's him trying to be connor because everything everything he is is what connor is and he sees that connor's successful with it um but he's just not very good at it Mm -hmm, exactly it's not coming off well to me it's coming off very forced like uh colby colby's coming off like a forced asshole it's funny, I don't know who posted it, but somebody posted it in maybe the Freaks or something, but it was... Uh, Colby ruined it, right? It was a highlight of... Uh, no, it was just a highlight video from the press conference of him and Kamaru Usman, and Kamaru Usman calling him out for being fake. Oh, okay. He was like, he's that- like, bro, our fucking... He's like, you talk all this shit when the cameras are rolling and stuff, but just backstage 20 minutes ago, you weren't like this, Kobe. He's like, if you really want some, our gyms are 20 miles apart, bro. Like, we can, or 20 minutes away from each other, whatever he said. He's like, we can do this whenever. Like, you're just doing this for the camera. He's like, stop it. He's like, if you really want it, like, you know, anytime, man, come get it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I think I picked up on that. And I don't like it. People are like, well, it's working. I'm like, well, I don't care. I don't have to like it. Like, it's fuck not, you. It's not really working, though. He's getting a title shot, I guess. He's getting a fucking interim title shot. Yeah. <clears throat> but he'll take that. He'll he'll if he gets that, he will talk so much shit, and he'll finally get to face Woodley. And Woodley will tap that ass. And when Woodley shuts him the fuck up, he will be mystery relevant again, and disappear, and disappear. I hope. Bye bye. I hope it doesn't even get to that point. I hope my Tokayo. Rafael takes him out. I hope so too. And I don't really generally root for Rafael dos Anjos. Yeah, I don't dislike him, but I'll never like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And he's got the same name as me. Right. Yeah, and fucking Rafael Lovato Jr. Yeah. It was a party. I kind of don't root for them because they like using Rafael when it's clearly an R. Well, they were calling uh, Lovato, Rafael Lovato Jr. Oh, were they? Yeah, when I was watching the Bellator back today. Okay, I watched that. I didn't, I didn't catch that. I watched yeah. it back today. Yeah, Morrow, Morrow and the, um, I believe the ring announcer called him Rafael. Okay. I could be wrong, but I know I heard Morrow. Did you see that fucking Morrow documentary thing that they're, uh, 
the Showtime's yeah, getting ready to put I, out. I, I've heard the, I've heard them talking about it. I forgot on what podcast they've been talking about it. It looks like it, it's going to be pretty good. I'm gonna find a way to see it when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't have Showtime, so I'll have to figure out alternative methods. I'll probably pay. I'll probably, when it comes out, I'll probably pay for Showtime for a month. It'll be like ten bucks, and then I'll get rid of it. Yeah, I'm about to. I gotta cancel my uh, my WWE Network subscription before they Ooh. before they charge me again. Yeah, because my month's about up. Are you excited for Solo? Yeah, yeah, solo I story. think so. Um, I mean, I am, but I'm more focused and excited for Deadpool first. Because Deadpool comes out first. Oh shit! Yeah, right. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, look what I have in front of me. I have both. Uh, I see. I see the red Deadpool. I was say one. I can see the 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 blue or the gray one or whatever. We're, yeah, and we're gonna get the gray Deadpool in uh, the new movie. We're getting the X Force. Spoiler alert! We're getting the X Force gray suit. Deadpool in the new. Uh, in the new Deadpool movie, Deadpool 2. We have Cable in there too, dude. I yeah, need man. to find Cable. I'm I haven't so, really been looking. I'm going to look for him this weekend. I'm so excited about Cable. And it's cool that fucking... I might have to build Sasquatch. It's it's cool that Josh Brolin is getting the opportunity to play both. I didn't he, know that. Yeah, he's Thanos. Oh, yeah. So, That's sick. Yeah, he, he got to be Thanos and fucking Cable. That's fucking sick. He's pretty perfect for Cable, man. Not gonna lie, yeah. yeah. He looks cable. He looks like a cable. I just want to see what it, like it should be good. Ron Perlman would have been cool. A little older version of Cable, but Ron Perlman would have been all right. Um, a lot of people were trying to fucking scream for Kevin Nash. I don't want that because Kevin Nash can't really act. Yeah, I wouldn't want that either. No, man, he's too tall. Yeah. No, I think Big giant ass cable. I think Brolin's gonna be fucking sick as cable, so yeah. Um, I am excited about solo. I don't it's not the same excitement that I had for The Last Jedi before I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um that's probably not even as high of a excitement as I was for Rogue One, but I'm still gonna see Solo, and I'm still gonna probably like it, and yeah, everything gonna be cool. Yeah, I forgot Deadpool's coming out first. Yeah, Deadpool comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take my figures. Yeah, you gonna take them to the movies with you? Yeah. <laughs> Better go see that shit opening night, son. Yeah. Well, the, I don't think they can really ruin anything in Deadpool. Oh, I'm gonna tell you everything. You're gonna write. You're gonna write it down. I'm gonna Skype. Wow. I'm gonna Skype you <laughs> from my phone while the movie's playing. Well, let me know what time so I can invite my nephews. <laughs> <laughs> Save me the money, brother. <laughs> no, I will not go to jail for that. And Fulio Podcast doesn't advocate that either. Or Average Joe's MMA. That's right. We don't condone any of that sort of thing. Psych. No. 
yeah, it's May's a good month, man. I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, did you see the new trailer that came out today for Ant Man and the Wasp? Nope, nope, nope. I, I kind of want to go see that too. I know. I don't know. Ant Man's the one movie in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe that I just don't give a shit about. Like I watched it. I finally watched the whole thing. Like sat down and forced myself to watch the whole thing. Uh, when I did this run, uh, getting ready for watching all the movies, um, in anticipation of this movie. So, but I just, it just doesn't really, I don't know, man, it just doesn't really do it for me. I'll go see, I'm going to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp, obviously, but like, I'm the, I'm not that super excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it doesn't really play into the Marvel Universe either. Well, it does, but not really. He came out in one of them. Right, do you think they'll use him again? I don't in know. Part, in part two of Infinity War? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, they said, like... This movie, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place before shit that happens okay. <laughs> for Infinity War. And so does uh, um, something else. Uh, Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's go. Get in to some news. So UFC and Nate Diaz are in serious talks for an August return. For the first time in a long time, it appears that Nate Diaz will be returning to the UFC. According to multiple sources, the promotion has recently presented Diaz with multiple top five lightweight opponents for a fight this summer, and Diaz has expressed interest in returning at UFC 227 on August 4th in Los Angeles. Uh, according to sources, he wants to be on the card and is interested in at least one name presented to him, though sources would not confirm who that is at this time. One thing is clear, though. Habib and Connor have not been discussed as potential opponents, which leaves Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier, and Kevin Lee as options. Uh, obviously, Tony is currently rehabbing a surgically repaired knee and would not be ready to fight in August. Alvarez and Diaz have a history dating back to when Alvarez beat Diaz's friend and training partner Gil Melendez in Mexico City. So, it's good. I'm, I'm happy to, happy to hear. Diaz is back because his brother's coming back too, apparently. Yeah, only well, he's, he's eligible to fight now, so... I I'm always one to want to see a Diaz fight. Oh, I I will watch Nick and Nate Diaz fight anybody. Yeah, anybody. I don't care. Um, so hopefully they get that done and we'll get to see Nick or Nate. I'm sorry, back in the cage in August. Yeah. Uh, Chad Mendez was on this week's MMA Hour. And takes responsibility for his USADA suspension. Quote, I messed up. Um, Do you know what it was? 
when he tested positive for uh, GHRP6, also known as growth hormone releasing hexapeptide, which led to the suspension that ends. Oh, his suspension's up though in yeah. June, so that I, I didn't realize it was up already. It's been two years, yeah, it's been almost two years. So he says it was it's from a cream that was to get rid of. Uh... Oh yeah, it was a. He said it was a cream that was to get rid of his eczema. Yeah. Or is it psoriasis? Psoriasis, sorry, that's what I, yeah, yeah, psoriasis. And uh, he said he should have looked at the bottle and uh, it was on there that uh, it was his mistake and he should have been more careful. Like he, like you said, I forgot exactly what you said, but yeah. He said it was, he messed up. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a, didn't pay attention uh, that there was a peptide in it that was on USADA's ban list. I've uh, been drug tested randomly, drug tested a bunch of times before my fights, and I've never had any issues. And been drug tested randomly a bunch of times since and never had any issues. It was never a question of me trying to cheat or anything. It was just a mistake. I messed up. Obviously, I'm being tested by USADA, and boom, I used it. I didn't pay attention, and that's basically the bottom line. And, you know, Mendez just took the suspension. He didn't try to fight it. He said, I probably could have gotten less time off if I fought it. But like I said, I was just at that time in my life really burned out with the sport and thinking it's time to take a break anyway. So. Yeah, it was coming after two losses. Yeah, two so. two knockouts straight. So Yeah. Um, Mendez just turned 32 Tuesday and doesn't have a fight return fight lined up, but he's back in the gym and is eager to put the episode behind him and move on to the next chapter. Uh, he says he's got the fire lit again. He's nerding out in training camp and getting really specific on things. It just feels good to have that fire again. It makes me want to get in there and train and push myself to the limit. Do everything I need to do. Yeah. I'm excited to see Chad fight again. It's been two years. And yeah. I didn't realize that it's missed him. Yeah, I didn't realize it's already been two years. So he has been missed. And it's another wrinkle to add to that fucking featherweight division, man. Yeah. No, yeah. It's awesome. Be careful, Chad. Be careful. Be yeah. Careful. You, you can't. You don't need to be getting knocked out anymore. Well, I meant with the creams and stuff. Oh, yeah. That, too. That, too. I meant with, the, I meant with his fucking head. I Yeah. That, you know what? That, too. That, too. I think we both meant that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, too. Be careful with them creams, bro. Um, yeah. Well, it'll be four years if he gets caught again. Yeah. Uh, this is something you and I actually discussed last week, uh, how we both felt like Frankie Edgar should still get the title shot against the Max Holloway and Brian Ortega winner. Well, Frankie agrees with us. Yes. And he should. <laughs> and he should, yeah. He said, uh, I still think I'm the guy, quote, he told her, shit, I risked that shot. Maybe I shouldn't have, like people said. But I'm going to do it every single time. I still believe that I can win the fight with Ortega. I was doing well in that fight, and obviously I got caught, and Ortega did a good job of finishing. But, yeah, I want the winner. I think I deserve it. I'm number three. We'll see what happens. Uh, Let's get uh, Ortega and uh, this guy situated, and then we'll see what's up. Yeah. Yep. Won't be long. Won't be long. Uh, Melvin Manouf resigns with Bellator. 
the young assassin. He's not so young anymore. Yeah. He had such a promising career, and then got knocked out a bunch. 41 years old. He's got 20 20 years. The uh, old assassin. 20 years of fighting and compiling nearly 100 professional bouts in kickboxing and MMA. Uh, He signed with Bellator back in September of 2014 and has gone two and three with with one no contest, including a two-fight series with current middleweight champion... Rafael Carvello. Uh, so. Yeah, not so young. Not so young at all. Sticking with Bellator News, former UFC fighter Charlie Ward has signed a multi-fight deal with Bellator. Um, Ward made his debut under the banner after signing a one-fight deal to clash with fellow Irishman Johnny Redman at Bellator 187. And uh, after winning that fight in the final second of the first round via TKO, Ward's close friend and SBG teammate Conor McGregor stormed the cage, slapped a Bellator official, and confronted Mark Goddard. I forgot that was at Charlie's fight. I knew it was somebody from his team, but for some reason I was thinking it was uh, James Gallagher. Yeah, I forgot exactly who it was. But... It was Charlie Ward. It was this guy I'm talking about. I don't know yeah. who he was fighting, but I, I oh no, he was fighting Paul, John Redman, another Irish yeah. guy. Um, but everybody hates Johnny Redman. But, yeah, I forgot it was Charlie Ward's fight that Connor stormed the cage at because we were talking about fucking – if all that shit hadn't happened, he probably would have been there to watch his boy Dylan. Yeah, he probably would have been in Chicago. But, you know. Uh, Charlie's set to compete at Bellator 200 in London, where he's going to take on Lewis King. After a successful pro debut, King came up short in his last outing when he was submitted by Blue Chip UK prospect Fabian Edwards. Shout out to Severe MMA. Uh. So Dan Hardy said he'd like to come back to the UFC at MSG if he's offered the right fight. I wonder what the right fight is. Um, he said, "Quote: If I'm if I was Carlos gonna was gonna come back, I'd want a name. There are a lot of guys in the lightweight division. Uh, I would look at. There's a lot of guys in the welterweight division. I would look at. If I had my own choice, I'd take a fight at 161 or 162." And have that as a new weight class. There's a need for the weight class in between the two weight classes and part of the resistance. And Dana White doesn't want to move welterweight division to 175. And I absolutely agree. But 161, 162 weight class would be perfect for the guys moving up to welterweight or down to lightweight for me. I'd fight anybody in that weight class. So, yeah, he doesn't really. He said he likes Madison Square Garden, and I know there's a November card coming up, and there's still time to get on that if the offer is right. He's got to do the four-month USADA testing pool. And the likelihood is I've got one more fight, so I'm in no massive rush to get back into that. It's a very intrusive program, which I like as a fan and an analyst and a member of the UFC staff. But as a fighter, I don't need people knocking on my door at 5 o'clock in the morning, knocking on my door and asking me to pee in a cup. But I'll do it for one more fight when the time is right. Interesting. 
Yeah. Did fuck you, it. Did you see that uh, Jose Aldo considered retiring after the second loss to Max Holloway? No, I didn't see that. He's yeah. fighting fucking uh, Jeremy Stevens. Yeah. Yeah, he is, but this was this was what he was after yeah. that fight. He thought about it before he decided to fight. So, which I mean, I guess I kind of understand after getting beat twice in a row like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wanted to retire after Connor too. He's like, I'm gonna go play soccer. That's because Connor broke that man. Yeah, that's because <sighs> Connor broke that man. Um, you want to talk about the story that you? Oh, yeah, so Ariel Hawani. see if I can actually bring up the actual tweet. I said it to you. So Ariel Hawani had tweeted out a story about Nico Montano. Uh, so the actual tweet from Hawani was, UFC is losing patience with Nico Montano. As I reported last week, the plan was for her to defend the 125-pound title against Valentina Shevchenko. In Calgary, but they're having a hard time getting commitment from her. While it's not scrapped, they are looking at other options. That is from Ariel Hawani, and that was from his Twitter. Uh, Nico Matano uh, tweeted back at him that uh, Ariel Hawani is a big waste of space. Suck it, Ariel. And that everyone knew about her condition, about getting her tonsils removed, that even the UFC knew. And then Valentina decided to chime in and uh she signed the she signed the buyout agreement and uh nico's wasting time she's been a whole three months and uh yeah so who do we believe it's a good question everyone never really lies bro uh sometimes Ariel doesn't necessarily lie, but Ariel yeah. fucking, he fucks shit up. Yeah. He does fuck shit up from time to time. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like that fight for Nico Montana, but, you know. I don't either, but she says she fears no woman, so. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Uh, couple more news stories. Uh, Junior Dos Santos and the debuting, uh, I believe it's Balaga Ivanov. Ivanov? Something like that. Yeah. They're going to headline UFC Boise uh, coming up in July. Uh, Ivanov, the former World Series of Fighting heavyweight king. Um. Damn, I don't know about him getting fucking nearly stabbed at death in 2012. Who, the World Series of Fighting Guy? Yeah. I think I heard that about that before. But I don't know. So this is Junior's first fight coming back off of the uh, getting cleared from the USADA shit. So. Yeah, that bot suspension. Yeah. Saad Awad and Ryan Couture are booked for the Bellator 201 co-main event that will be taking place June 29th 
in Temecula, California. 160-pound catchweight fight. Uh, Awad has won three straight, coming off of wins over J.J. Ambrose. Uh, back in January, uh, Couture snapped his two-fight losing streak back at Bellator 180. Uh, the son of legendary MMA pioneer Randy the Natural Couture. Ryan just never panned out. He he was in the UFC no. and didn't last long. Went to Bellator and he's just not done well. No. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, Michael Chiesa and Anthony Pettis have been rescheduled for UFC 226 in July. Damn, that card just keeps getting better. Yep. Yep. GS is uh, recovering from the cuts from the Dolly incident. Yeah, he was uh, He was at the fight Saturday. The yeah, corners. he was cornering uh, Cecilia. Sammy Cecilia, yeah. <sighs> Two more stories. Israel Adesanya and Brad Tavares are set to face each other at the Tough 27 finale's main event that's going to be taking place. Uh, I like it. It's going to be interesting to see just because... July 6th. So. I, it's a grinder versus a finisher. Yeah. Are we going to see... Uh, are we going to see Brad Tavares grind them against the cage, take them down and beat them up? And not necessarily beat them up, just kind of grind them out. Not and not heavy grinding, just kind of get the win, just kind of point it out. Russell Fox. Yeah, are we going to see Adesanya knock this guy out or beat him in a striking battle where where this guy can't get a hold of him? I don't know. I'm rooting for Adesanya. I'm not a Brad Tavares fan, but that's just me. That's my biased opinion on that. Stylistically, I'm I'm much more of a fan of Adesanya as well. I'm, I would definitely consider myself more of a fan of Adesanya. I don't, I'm I'm indifferent as far as Brad Tavares comes. I guess. Yeah, we've seen two fights from Adesanya too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gunnar Nelson is out of UFC Liverpool due to a knee injury. Uh, they are working on trying to find an opponent for Neil Magny. That's all I got. That's it. That's all I got. I got nothing I else. I got nothing else, brother. All right. Are we good? Yeah. I think we're good. I think we're good. We're almost at an hour and a half. It's a good episode, I think, for for not a fight card. I think we I think we did great. Well, I mean, we broke down the main I event of the Bellator, but I think we should give ourselves more credit, Jeff. Yeah, I think we definitely deserve more credit. Yeah. Shout outs to us. I would I would definitely eat a ton of ice cream right now, but I have a I have to fast for twelve hours because I have to get my blood taken out at work for my insurance. Are they going to find all the marijuana in your system? No, it's just uh, to see if I'm healthy. <laughs> I want ice cream. Yeah, I want to eat right now, but I had to st- I I can't eat from eight twenty to eight twenty tomorrow in the morning. Damn. Yeah. Shitty. Yeah, so I got to wait like three hours before I fucking eat in the morning. Lame. Yeah, so hopefully I don't kill anybody. <laughs> I'm angry. Do you got to go in for overtime tomorrow? 
I haven't been going on for overtime. I'm holding on there. Oh, yeah, chances. that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've been wanting, they actually sent some guy home today because he sucks. <laughs> hey, that's what they want, bro. Get that's the, what they want. Get the fuck Payless out of here. Guys. Dude, he wasn't doing shit, man. He doesn't do his job, so they're like, go home. Get the He's fuck taking, out. like, shits all day and not and delaying what should be a 30-minute job. He was already, like, two hours into it, three hours into it. And we get it. He's new, but this is a 30-minute job. It's not that hard. He's on the phone a lot, and he's new. Can't be fucking up. Nah. I'm not even on the phone a lot. Well, I guess I'm on the phone all day because I'm listening to the podcast, but I've earned that right because I don't fuck up my job. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's going to call it a podcast. Any, uh, yeah. Anything you want to you wanna say before we go, Raphael? Uh, thanks for coming down, Jeff. It was a blast having you. I'm glad you had a fun time. And, uh, yeah, um, let's see when I get up there or when you come down again. Yeah. see what's up. We gotta, we gotta get the rewrites to come out there and do a show. I'll probably head up with them. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Make some, we'll make something happen. Yeah. Once again, shout outs to your brother. Shout outs to Jesus, Toucan, Frankie. Thank you guys for being awesome people. Shout-outs to you for having me, man. I had a blast, and I, I definitely want to come back and, and chill again in Chicago. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening. Of course, we appreciate you. Make sure you're going, subscribing, rating, reviewing the Loaded Joe's MMA podcast page, the Full Heel podcast page. Hit up that YouTube. Shout-outs to Blake. Yeah. I'm high. My voice is gone. And Raphael has no voice. (laughs) Theater etiquette, people. We'll see you guys on Thursday for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show.